So you talk about um, yeah. uh, so you'd like to head to uh, head to Denmark and speak Chinese and Danish at some point in Denmark. Is that yeah. is that what, yeah yeah? I think there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's yeah. Chinese communities everywhere. I'm sure there's one in Dan- in Denmark. Yeah, there was. I did last time I was out there. There was a few um, Chinese people. So I did before mm. I even it's before I was doing this course. So I did even manage to get a few Chinese sentences in back then. You know. Which is usually mm. like uh, Pimsler stuff. I, I did. I started off with some of the Pimsler stuff, mm. which um, was really good because it drummed a lot of the early grammar into my head and stuff. Yeah, me too. To the point where I can still say those sentences I learned like four years ago. Just like psh, I can just say the whole thing and blurt it out. You know, I speak. I can just do those. I remember that guy's voice. I I did, I did Pimsler all the way through, which I said on a podcast recently on um, Ollie. I will teach you, Ollie Richards, I will teach you a language podcast. I said it recently, like 90 hours. And I think I said it again on the Language Mastery podcast. I think it's actually 45 hours. I just did it twice. Um, or one and a half times at least. And uh, yeah, I, that's imprinted on my memory too. And I think I don't care what people say about PIMS. I, I, that, that helped me a lot. And uh, I think oh, it's great. And it's SRS. Yeah, it's mm, like a, an old-fashioned SRS really, isn't it? It's like... Uh, yeah. But it's still an SRS nonetheless, and I think they've made some changes recently as well. They've updated their product quite a bit, so it's, I'd be curious to see what it is yeah. at the moment. It's it's five like. levels now, so there used to be three, three lots of three, uh, three lots of thirty before, didn't it? Mm. Now there's five levels of thirty, so you can actually do I don't know whatever ninety plus another sixty is hundred and fifty. Yeah, so I, I've start I've sort of I've I've got them all now, and I'm I'm working with the rest of them because it seems to be helping my speaking quite a lot because mm. that's the only thing. Obviously, the course isn't doesn't teach you speaking, but that's okay mm. because. It can't really, can it? You know, it's, it's on us then to think if we want to speak. So that's why I got a, a teacher and I talk to you and, mm. and things like that. Yeah, that's something we'd love. Filling in the gaps. We'd love that. We'd love to develop that at some point later. That's kind of like the last thing we need to develop because there's so many solutions for speaking now, um, right? You know, like you say, italki um, uh, and re- audio repeat programs, things like that. Um, but mm. we would one day like, like to like- hire and train our own fleet of Mandarin Blueprint tutors that'd be cool yeah <laughs> seems like there's a lot of i know a lot of courses like some people they place emphasis on speaking i want to be able to speak and i'll worry about the writing later i like, like this works for me like this may not work for everyone in this course but like the reason i like it is because for me the main focus is i want to be able to enjoy content and listen and like you know watch tv stuff and read so like I'm I'm able to read a lot of stuff before I can even speak, which is almost like the opposite of like what a child is like. That's good. That actually works really well for me. That's yeah. It it is a bit. It is um, goes against the grain. That's for sure about uh, over what what, uh, most courses, most uh, curriculums do. And you're right, children. You know, they we we actually it's it's kind of um a maldun. Maybe you've not learned that word yet. Maldun contradiction. Um, uh, which literally in Chinese, Maldwin is a uh, spear mm. shield. Uh, that's just an interesting word uh, because uh, yeah. it's from. A, I don't know if you've you learned that word yet on the course, Maldwin. No, I feel like I might have come across it. It might yeah. have been a top-down word at some point. Which mm. But so uh, yeah, it makes all make sense because like one one's an attack and one's a defense. It's like it's like two opposites of yeah. Maybe. It, 
it's from an, an ancient Chinese story, just a, a tangent quickly, where a guy was selling she- uh, spears and shields. And he was saying, oh, my spear, there's nothing stronger than my spear. It can pierce anything. And then he had shields mm-hmm. as well. I was like, there's nothing that can pierce my shields. Uh, and that's that's where I came from. Mm. It's a contradiction. Anyway, we do say the contradiction lies, I guess, in we say, you know, we want to learn more naturally like you did when you were a child. Get thousands of hours in, of input because that's where the majority of your results come from is input, which when you're a child, of course, like a, literally a baby, you can't read until mm. you're what, two, three, like the absolute minimum, um, mm. I suppose. And so you don't start reading later. And that's when your vocabulary really starts to take off. Um, you go from like fluent to, uh, well, I guess advanced fluency or something like that. You can actually really uh, formulate complex thoughts and things like that. Um, but at the same time, we teach you reading immediately. And that's not what children do. So it's, that's where the contradiction lies. But that's what I like to see is the advantage that ad- adults have over children. So children have this yep. this elasticity, this sponge-like brain out of necessity uh, where they, they naturally absorb things without any emotional baggage, which is, wow, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it, Kyrie, to have to do that? Just to be like, yeah. oh. And they have the that, time, don't they? They, they, have, they have the, the time, time. They, they, and the necessity. Eat, and yeah. eat, use the toilet, and learn language. It's, uh, it's great. It's essentially what I've doing, been doing for the last year, actually, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but if children could read, like, you know, uh, and, you know, if children that learn second languages uh, when they're a bit older, they, they do uh, in school and stuff. Uh, that, is, that is a big advantage. So we thought we're adults. Why not use that advantage? Every advantage we need, <laughs> you know, use every, every advantage we can get. Yeah. And because of the way Chinese is constructed anyway, sometimes I'm, if I'm, I'm thinking of a word, like if I'm thinking of a word in, in Danish, Sometimes if there's you haven't got the or in English you're just like ah oh, what's those two sound combinations in Chinese sometimes I can think of I actually imagine the cat sometimes I can even imagine the characters before the word and I'm like ah oh, it's that one it's like because of the the picture and putting the two sort of pictures together the characters together that helps me remember the words sometimes so it's like having the fact that they have a little you know story to tell or a story or a scene that we've made up helps remember them so that, that's even better than I'm trying to find a way that I can adapt this for like you know for my Danish learning as well and I'll, I'll try experimenting with Japanese as well even though it's a little bit more of a complicated thing so if, if I ever do come up with a method if I do ever come up with a way to make it work for Japanese I'll, I'll let mm. you all know in case you, you know want to develop that in the future or something yeah why not I mean I've already uh just just ahead of time I've purchased blueprintlanguages.com just in case you know just in case we end up uh you know Mandarin wasn't quite enough we ended up expanding to other languages which we're open to um but I'm curious about that what you just said because I've been sort of playing around with that idea we've recently updated that side of the course vocabulary compound words um okay because I'm, I'm still getting through the um i'm in the, in the intermediate course but i'm i'm still working my way through the podcasts i'm, I'm trying to listen to quite a few of them a day just so i can catch up and that so like all the news is relevant then you know it's like we're doing this or we're expanding like like the ones i'm listening to it's like oh we've just 
got a virus here and it should be uh, should be gone soon and then <laughs> it's like okay that, that, that's uh, <laughs> interesting yeah and that's all sort of different and mm. yeah so i'm trying to catch up so I, I i don't know what what you've sort of thought about doing in the later courses and that that's well actually i'm just talking about so, updating the yeah, current so course so you're already you way said. past that you're already um you've gone th- through so just for everyone listening there's <laughs> essentially I, I guess six phases we don't really call it phase six we call it the intermediate phase um or just intermediate there's phases yeah. one to five um and uh Kyrie is already well into the intermediate course so in total at the moment with the current course which we'll be expanding this year it's currently 1531 characters and common characters mm. and uh, 4,000 words and Kyrie is at I believe I checked your did a little back end uh, check to your progress. It looks like you're over over seven hundred characters right now, or maybe it's seven hundred forty. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I've got a. I also write down every single one as well, just because I like to see what is they like written down. So, and mm. the book. So yeah, got seven, your notebooks there. Do, do, do you you write it down at least once when you review and once when you learn as we as we suggest yeah i write it down when i'm reviewing i i, I draw i draw it with my finger i kind of mm. I, I do that every time i see just the suggest just to make sure i've got that and yeah yeah and i started creating my own sentences as well i'm, I'm sort of sentence mining so i'm, I'm using um Pleco, Pleco or whatever it's called and um looking for good sentences but then i try and make them into my own sentences because i think that's more useful to make I always write down things that I think I I'm going to say it doesn't I, I never write down things that like sentences that other people are going to say because they'll say them and I'll understand them and, and I don't need to be able to express you know an idea about a political opinion or something because I I because I, I'm not interested in those things and those words are not as important to me so that I'll I'll just passively understand them but things I want to be able to say like I play you know computer games or I'm a musician you know those those things I'll then I'll try and think because those are things I'm likely to say in real life now so mm. I try and use all the structures and vocabulary where I can but I, I fit it to suit me so that it's a personal experience just like we kind of do with everything else in the course you know that's so. interesting yeah because I'm just um I've just created a course not course sorry a video on output practice how to exactly a guide on how to find and uh, manage tutors that's one side it's the speaking side of things and on writing how to practice writing which is a vital skill is that something you do or are you just talking about finding example sentences related to what you're like that connect to your own personal thoughts or are you talking about creating your own sentences curry creating my own sentences at both really so i'll like with the voc- vocabulary that we learn every time because we don't in an intermediate course now because we don't have vocabulary cards which is mm. good because now you just have them in sentences with no english which is great because i started thinking oh, you know if i if i put every vocabulary word into because that can be a data some people use anki the wrong way yes and i've, I've done, and and they they basically they put every vocabulary word they, they know into anki and then they spend about two hours trying to review them and they think if i don't put this word into anki i'll i'll not be able to remember it which yeah. can be very harmful basically and, yeah. and people have like it controls their life yeah and just so happens that yeah you know, well you don't do that you use anki mm. more as a check-in system it's like 
you know, putting the, the hands into it. You know, we're not actually using SRS to memorize the, we're using the movie methods to memorize the hands. Yes. All to Anki's learn. doing is, is just a, it's just check to see if you've understood it. So you're using it in a different way. You know, you're putting the sentences in, you're putting context and you're using the closed stuff, which took me a while to get to grips with. I was struggling to do the closed stuff, but I think yeah. that might just be, that might just be me until I, sometimes I've got to watch the how-to sort of videos twice before it sinks in. And it's only recently I'm like, oh, okay, I've been sort of, turns out I don't need to just, because I was just reading the full sentence not looking at the English. If I understood it, I'd mark it as good, but actually, which is okay, because most of real life doesn't have closed sentences and you read the whole thing and you see if you understand it. But I realized it was some vocabulary words I was forgetting. So mm. now I've started putting the pictures in, like you suggested, because I watched mm. close video again. You put in pictures in and covering up like the comics and stuff. I was like, oh, this actually does work. <laughs> every, t- every time I think, every time there's a slight bit of doubt, you always, Turns out you've always actually got all the solutions there. I'm like, oh, well, if I just look for all the common sentence patterns. Oh, no, wait, they've done that as well. If you go to the tag at the side of Anki, they're all there, aren't they? It's like every, every time I think of something, all I've usually got to do is just look inside the course and, and you've got it there. So. Well, that's, that's great to hear. Um, yeah, I guess that's the benefit of having two guys that, you know, like that's genuinely our story. We messed up. We did everything wrong and we did everything. And we eventually did everything right after a lot of trial and error and that's what the course is based around correcting all the wrongs so we like to think that there's a lot basically everything that we found missing when we were learning chinese that's what mandarin blueprint is Mm. Uh, so that's cool to hear but you touched on so many things i'm noting them down as you're talking because you're saying a lot of gold here and i'm trying to like make sure i get around to everything so that's something you said like 10 minutes ago that i'm trying to address but you keep saying all these good points and I'm like, <laughs> let me just address. Yeah, I keep, yeah, I keep going off, going off the track. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, um, all, oh, that's it's certainly not rambling at writing, all. It's just yeah. all good stuff. It's just, that I want to, I want to uh, attach onto some of what you're saying. So mm. um, you said you earlier about creating your own sentences. Um, yeah. And I was, I was talking about writing uh, as, a, as just an incredible tool. Uh, so I want to ask you a little bit more about that. So one of the advantages that I'm, and I'll, I'll be, by the way, this output video on speaking and writing this guide, we're going to put it into the course. Hopefully if our video editor is going a bit crazy right now because we've got so much new content, but hopefully it'll be done within a week or two. Um, and the, the cool thing about writing that I don't do it enough and most people don't, um, I do it, but not enough. Um, one of the cool things about writing, like you said, is it's ultra personal. And that's one of the advantages that it has over speaking. Uh, it's slow, mm. so you can take your time with it. But very importantly, a lot of people don't think about it, is that, which you do, which is that writing is personal. So you, you can't necessarily, unless you talk to yourself, which is fine. You know, that's a good little technique that you can do, but it's not exactly good for your sanity. But um, writing, you can write anything. You can write a journal to yourself. You can express any thought you like. Whereas speaking, you might you might have to like oh, I'm gonna have to find someone and pay them a lot of money to listen to this, like a psychologist, psychiatrist, or a, or a very highly paid tutor to mm. put up with listening to my opinions on this. Or um, uh, we were writing. You don't have to worry about any of that. You can just express it and take as much time as you want expressing it. So that's just I, I just wanted to slip that in there. Just if anyone's listening, mm. please follow Kyrie's uh, ideas here on creating your own sentences uh, you know that writing is incredibly important and i just want to ask you as well on atta- attachment to that 
Kyrie. Um, do you get them corrected, these sentences? If so, how do you do that? Um, I was, same thing, I'm going to start because I've only recently started um, and I've had a couple of weeks off for my tutor because he's um, been busy. So that, that's something I plan to do. I'm, I'm going to, because they're all things that I feel like I'm able to say, I'm, I'm going to try, my challenge is, is to try and work them all into conversations that we have at the beginning of the Italki lessons. Mm. So I'm going to I'm going to kind of do it that way, and then if there's some things I want to express, and I think oh, I'm not sure that one's right, I'll just literally just say, "Here's a sentence. Can you tell me if this is right or not?" So it's kind of kind of two ways. I'll try and use some stuff in speak speaking, and then it'll correct me, you know, afterwards, or suggest a better word or a better synonym, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then some things that I don't, um, or I want a bit more written down because, like, sometimes say this. Sometimes you feel like you you know grammar, but looking up grammar afterwards is is can be useful rather than just studying grammar. So sometimes I do that with him with some of that, the sentences in the course as well. But you know, there's no. I think well, I feel like I'll uh, like I could could keep asking. Like sometimes I'll ask in the um, you know the comments. I'll say oh, I'm not sure what this means or did I is right or what's the meaning behind this. But sometimes I'll save a few so and I'll ask um, him so just. To get a different perspective, sometimes it's interesting mm. to see. Mm. Interesting to see how a Chinese person will translate them as well, because sometimes they'll come up with a different way of uh, saying, you know, saying what the sentence is conveying as well. So, but I think the English, let's talk with the English uh, translations, which I'm glad is why we don't have them anymore, because mm. whoever created the English translations for the sentences, they they maybe those translations are personal to them as well, and they're not the way I would translate them. Yeah, I'm not. So sometimes I it. try and ignore them. Yeah, we we just... hired someone to do that actually. Who's a, um, hmm. you know, good, just an English guy who's good at Chinese, just because it's just so many yeah. sentences. Like, <laughs> and someone pay someone to do this, and yeah, we've had we've had problems because like, yeah, it's tran- translation, especially from Chinese to English, is at least in part subjective, isn't it? Yeah. Which means sometimes if I'm ever, if I was to read like the English, I'm like mm. puts you off. What? That, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I actually prefer those weird like um, like literal translations. Sometimes so if I'm really struggling, I'll actually put them in. I'll replace the sentence with those because it'll at least help me to think in the structure of the uh, language. You know? Like so it's to... a bit like. You see, you're starting to branch out now, being a bit more independent with your study. Do you feel? Yeah, I think that comes from I'm I'm taking all the best bits I learned from trying to do other like you know from English lessons and blah blah and I'm and I'm bringing that stuff into learning Chinese and hopefully I'll be able to take some of the stuff from Chinese and I'll be able to apply that to you know my Danish learning as well. That's the plan. So yeah, it's it's good it's good doing a couple of things because I can ex- sort of ex- experiment on them a little bit. So mm. hopefully when I return to Japanese one day. Like a lot of the characters, I'll already rec- you know, I'll recognise most of them already anyway. It's just being able to map new pronunciations on them by that point. So that'll, that'll be nice. <laughs> yeah. So last time we spoke to you, you had sort of around. Uh, you finished sort of phase two, and it's starting mm. to look at sentences. Um, starting to read and understand sentences, and now we're another few hundred characters in, few hundred lessons in. How is how do you feel about reading? On the, in the course now i can understand a lot more if, if as long as I'm, I'm sort of taking it slow which is okay at first because it's, it's you know it's going to take some time um 
I still have trouble with some people say like the hardest part is characters and the grammar is easy. I, I think your method actually makes the characters easy. Mm. So they're no longer so I actually now consider the grammar to be the more difficult part for me because the character method is so great. <laughs> um I still struggle sometimes with word order and that's that's one thing I got the you know the basic kind of word order, you know, I and then the time and big to small, I got all that kind of stuff I do. And every time I look at try to look at video about it they always they always start with that stuff it's like ah oh, this is a bit like english when you start it's you know a subject but it's like uh, yeah i'm not no i need to know more about bar you know bar and all that stuff when you shift everything and but you did do a good video on that actually so now i understand that really well it's, we it's all these extra hmm. yeah it's all these extra things once you start adding more words you realize no the the structure is come completely different and that's what I'm struggling with I often know all the words I want to say um but I wouldn't I can't always get them in the right order I struggle again writing is good because I can take my time and and think about it so I think that'll come in time I think what I've learned and you reminded me as well is just trust your brain because it will do a lot of the work without you realizing it like a lot of the grammar stuff I look at some of it I thought how the hell am I gonna and just remember some of this stuff yeah, your like your conscious down. mind is is nothing compared to your subconscious. You know, with yeah. the part that does all the work. <laughs> yeah. So down, yeah. stuff everywhere, and you've got a mm. uh, and and like. But the more I've seen it, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, right, okay. And that's another thing. Again, going back to why children are so successful is like it's that emotional baggage because that's another thing. A lot of our course was in like the not the course itself specifically, but the. St- the overall structure um, and what it's all about, it, it was inspired by a lot of linguistic research by Dr. Stephen Krashen, you know, input method and all that stuff. And he, he did a lot of different various hypotheses that he, t- he, he tested and bore out through scientific experiment. And well, about as scientific as you can get with this sort of thing, obviously he didn't do like, any, you can get inside with someone's brain. And yeah. stuff. But uh, um, one of the things, one of his hypotheses was, um, I forget what he actually called it now, but essentially the concept is if you're feeling stressed um, or upset or emotionally, so they had have two kids with, they tested their IQs, they were the same, but one would perform terribly and one would perform really well in terms of learning a new language, a second language. And uh, it took them ages to figure out the fact that it's, oh, you have to look at what, what is this kid doing outside of school? Oh, he's got a, you know, he's got a tough mm. time outside. I don't know he's got a single mom or dad, you know, he's got like family issues or whatever. Um, and they're causing stress on him, um, and uh, that stress can will massively affect how much you acquire. So it's kind of a a very unfortunate situation to be in if you're stressing out about language learning and saying, "Why aren't I learning this? Why aren't I learning this?" Well, that's going to make it much worse. Mm. Yeah, I think I just need to. I mean, it's not that you enjoy it. I suppose it's it's having 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 you to help anyway because it um mm. it's someone who's patient it's someone who's used to doing it it's uh you know it's so so that that'll help me anyway because you know that they'll have that bit it's, I, th- I think if i was the people said to me oh go online and start chatting with people on one of the apps no mm. I, I, that, that i wouldn't have the confidence to do at the moment because then there's a bit more of a you know it's a bit like going out in real life go out and make friends it's like ah oh, scary but, <laughs> yeah, maybe if I, was a, if I was five, I might be able to. But nah, of course, I couldn't, yeah. couldn't do that now. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll, 
you having the right environment to start off with one person is is okay because again I, I keep bringing other languages into it but it's as soon as I started doing it in Danish and I, and I realized oh hang on we've, we've just been talking for like the entire hour 95% in in Danish I immediately thought oh okay I can I can do this it is possible and I, I just really started to improve after that so I think you're right it does the you know the stress levels went down my progress seemed to go to go up and as soon as I start start stop worrying about the um the closed sentences and being afraid of those as well mm. I'm learning a lot more as a result and mm. things like that so yeah uh, there are of course sometimes where it's a bit just while I remembered on the the close point like there are occasionally some sentences where if only one carrot like sometimes it's it's hard for me to articulate sometimes <laughs> in, in English. Uh, when you get two character words and, and you omit one of the characters, so of mm. course one gives you a clue and you fill it in, they're okay, but occasionally you'll get a sentence like, let me try and read it and sound horrible. Uh, um, and the, the bay is the uh, thing that's... Um, that's occluded there, mm. you know, so north side. But it could have well been Nanbien or something like that, you know, or Dongbien. Right. And if you're like, I shouldn't mark that wrong because I didn't guess the right direction. You know what I mean? So I just yeah. wonder, like, how would you mark a card like that if you, you got the wrong one, I wonder, you know? Well, I definitely wouldn't mark, uh, yeah, I would be, if I got that wrong, it wouldn't be wrong. It could be, it could, what I would do is I'd put an image of the North Pole <laughs> I'll just specify literally the yeah. You know, um, I didn't think of that. It sounds obvious now when you say it. Doesn't it? Well, yeah, like you actually <laughs> you actually touched on it earlier. You talking about having trouble with sentences and adding images to solve those issues, um, and also at the same time, it makes the sentence card just generally more memorable, and that therefore every aspect of the sentence at the same time useful. So I actually use again check out the mm. uh, grammar video that I released recently. It's on YouTube. Um, uh, just type, type in that grammar into our YouTube page and you'll find it. And it's about me walking you through how to create close deletes using Netflix and, and Anki and all these different other resources. Um, one of the things is you find like a long sentence, like context is, is the key. So you want to get a relatively long sentence with hopefully not too much you don't understand. You know, you don't want too many new words, but that's fine. And you can actually create mm -hmm. multiple close deletes. So say that there might be three words that you want to learn one is brand new to you and there's two that you're not so familiar with but you can actually create multiple close deletes so i would create six different cards but i would <clears throat> i would maybe just um no sorry i would create two different cards for those three different words so let's let's say each word has two characters i would close delete all six characters but i would then yeah. edit the card so it's c1 c2 c1 c2 c1 c2 so that yeah. I don't have to have, I don't have to give myself too much of a huge workload, create six brand new cards, mm -hmm. six separate review streams yeah. for this one sentence. I just have two separate review streams mm -hmm. while I'm reviewing three different words at the same time. And then if I was having, um, you know, their brand new card words, I would choose maybe even three images, one representing each word and insert them all. Yeah. Or, or mm -hmm. if, you, if you can, this is ideal. This is like a little bit harder and less likely to work out, but it works out a lot of the time, a lot more often than you think, you find a single image to represent the whole sentence. 
Yeah. Um, it's uh, only yeah. quite fun typing in um, typing in the vocabulary words in Chinese into Google Images, and sometimes you'll get like a, a funny picture, or you'll get a bit of clip art, or you'll even get like a sort of Chinese meme thing will come up or something. Mm -hmm. So sometimes say those are quite useful to put in. I found for the other sentences, which is good. I suppose it's a bit like real life as well, where we've usually got a bit of extra contents, uh, context. We're, we're not just having yeah. sort of dry sentences. Even if you ask someone directions in real life, they might actually point while yeah. they're giving you the direction. They say off or something. So I yeah. suppose it's it's a bit like adding that bit of context, imagining that the sentence you're reading is, is real and the surrounding stuff. Because again, a lot of the sentences sound a bit, don't make sense until you you put them in those stories for instance and then you've got all the surrounding information so i suppose if we're, we're getting a lot of these sentences right just with no context just on their own they must be doing pretty well because most of the time we'll probably have surrounding context in real life so i suppose it yeah end up being easier when you've got all the clues all the cues and stuff that makes sense <laughs> yeah for sure i was uh i was thinking of what you said earlier as well about having you know uh starting to practice speaking and having trouble sometimes like getting going and um yeah because it can be quite awkward as well even with a paid tutor yeah. um so again based on because this is kind of fresh in my mind this concept uh because i just made this video about speaking and tutors and things like that <clears throat> i would suggest to you Kyrie, to um structure your own classes uh, i'm not sure what you're doing right now uh, but like uh there's a there's a list of in fact i've got the pdfs ready i just again the video is just not ready so i can uh i can mm. i can send you the pdfs of like how like speaking guide and also this really cool activities that i found for practicing speaking and writing they almost all of them apply to writing too mm, with a uh tutor that'd be perfect um yeah and so what I'll do, I'll just open this up because I, I just to remind myself here. So, like for example, you know, maybe maybe you have a list of topics that you want to talk about. You, you make a study plan. That's probably one of the number one rules, I guess, or guide guidelines to yeah. make sure you have productive um, sessions with mm. your tutor. And it could, doesn't have to be yeah. for you know for a year. It could just be for you know the next ten sessions. What what do you want to cover? It could be a list of words yeah. from our course or a list of words that you found yourself unable to use that you want to need you want to be able to use could be topics could mm. be situations like asking for directions um it could be it could be anything really um but you yeah. or it could or it could be completely uh you know it's more about just using what you've already learned on the mandarin blueprint method or with hsk word list whatever it is you want so anyway you create this plan uh, of content that you want to cover or topics that you want to be able to discuss better um or functions like agreeing and disagreeing negotiating or whatever and you plan those out and this could change this is not like written in stone this could change sentence uh, session to session and you update it uh before and after sessions um depending on how a session goes but the key thing is during your sessions with your tutor i highly recommend using these activities um i will I'll, I'll tell you, what, I'll just, I might as well attack because people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, I want those activities too. Um, so I'll, I'll attach mm -hmm. them to the podcast when I publish it, uh, as well as send it to the MB community. Um, but essentially, uh, one of them, one of my favorite ones is trying, is finding a gen random image generator or, 
yeah, a random image generator. And there's a couple of websites I included um, in in the PDF. You see the image and literally you either just describe it in various levels of detail, just individual words or whole sentences. Mm-hmm. And that's, that could be half an hour in itself, just on one image. Um, or you make a story up around it. So you just see around, you see these random yeah. images. Like one, I, I clicked on the first thing, and it's like a, a woman covering her face in tinfoil and doing this. You know, um, it could be all sort. It could be anything. So that's just one of my favorite activities. But there's like 15 in there, um, negotiate or different kinds of negotiating activities, um, paraphrasing stories or telling stories. That's just no matter no matter what language you're learning, that's a useful skill. Um, another one of my favorite is uh, lateral thinking puzzles. Uh, but so you try and you try and answer. If you heard if you heard of those before, lateral thinking puzzles. I think I have. But I'm not I think everyone has. Like so, for that. example, there's a man in an elevator. That, you know, a man lives below him, and somehow the man in the elevator died. How did he die when there's no doors and windows or whatever? You know, like these sorts of like puzzles that get mm-hmm. you think, like thinking outside yeah. the box. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I'll, I'll send that to you after after we're done here and. Um, I highly recommend that you, you if, you, if you're ever having any trouble sort of getting your, keeping the flow going or, because that's, that's one of the things that I always found with a tutor is, you know, not just, just chatting about random topics, like just chit chat, uh, lesson to lesson. I'd want to, I'd want to stick to a regimented structure of some kind. Um, so yeah, that's, that's something you can do to maintain that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one thing I, I I spent the whole like sort of last year and so was perfecting is trying to get this um, structure in in place and it ha- it has helped me. I, I've experimented with all sorts of things. It's like I'll do a little bit of each each day. I'll do I'll do this language one day and this language, and I'm, I'm always always tweaking it and stuff. But I, I like the at least the Mandarin blueprint kind of bit is sort of done. There's, there's already a bit of structure in place, which is good for that. So, so far, perhaps you can just want to add to this, maybe where to stick the other bits in. Um, I, I do the I do the Anki stuff first. So I wake up and I'll, I'll do that. And um, if I have trouble getting out of bed, I will do most of it in bed because it's also on my phone and I can sync it to the computer. So, so even by the time I wake up, sometimes I've already done that part. So that's okay. Um, and then... I'll do uh, work my way through the actual. Um, so does I'll go for a walk first, and I'll listen to I'll listen to the the audio from the stories and the conversations as a bit of listening practice. Um, I'll have to bring in the the shadowing part at some point and try and do that when I've got a bit of time, and then I'll I'll work on the characters and yeah you know, the general sort of the course stuff, and then I'll try and fit in some reading and stuff later. That's so far, that's what that's what I'm, I'm doing. So, I think that's... Well, it's, it's, that sounds good to me. It sounds like a decent plan. Um, there's not really one perfect study regime. You know, it's essentially mm-hmm. whatever. As long as you're using methods that work, which all the methods you listed there do work, um, and they are effective for different things. And as long as you're enjoying yourself to the point where you can actually maintain that habit, at least for a period yeah. of time before you switch it up consistency yeah. be nice later on eventually to be nice later on eventually to be able to play some video games in chinese that's that's one one of my uh 
my goals. I'd like to go to you know, you, some stuff. You could definitely do that right now. Ways. I don't know if you yeah, you haven't got our ebook yet. Uh, have, you, have you got it? Uh, Mastering Mandarin one more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's a yeah, section. Yeah, in there. I do have the. There's a like you may have missed it because it's like mm. right at the back of the book. But there's like a there's a video game resource uh, section. Um, essentially, um, if you go to Steam, do you use Steam? I do have. Yeah, I do have Steam. I haven't got a great um, PC at the moment, so it had to be sort of lower level. Oh, that's no well, worries. And by that, I mean it's not. 3D, but I mean, there's a lot of visual novels and stuff anyway, which is exactly like, reading practice. So, visual yeah. novels, like they also have audio. Um, yeah, and there's tons of like if you search by language, you'll find you'll find a decent amount of uh Mandarin, well, at least text, but many there's many games that have Mandarin audio as well. Mm. Um, on and yeah, I don't know if you can. I used to get, I don't know if I should say this, but I got used to get like all my PlayStation 4 games from uh, from Taobao, uh, which is essentially the Chinese Amazon, mm. which I don't think is like technically above board because like you just download it with like a password or something, but you pay yeah. money and everything. But uh, like that was something I did like years ago. Um, but generally, yeah, there's, there's hundreds out there. And... Yeah, the, the trick is just not to cheat yourself. Like, because sometimes, like, for example, I, I played Diablo 3 for like a little bit, and um, it's like a done, you know, it's just, it's not really much. Yeah, text. Really cool. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like a, what do you call it, dungeon diver or whatever. Um, dungeon crawling, um, yeah. Dungeon crawler. So, like, that he'd like say the odd phrase repetitively, like in Chinese. I'm like, yeah, I'm learning Chinese. And then, like, 10 hours later, I'm like, same phrases over and over again <laughs> i was just lying to myself yeah. i'm studying chinese all right um so do you think mm. yeah do you think a lot of the like because a lot of the games would be at a suitable level or is it going to be bombarding me with lots of complicated vocabulary that i'll have to like draw into Plinko or something i'm just, i think all i can say is i think the visual novels is a good place to go i i, I did a couple like, of those like everyday speech yeah, everyday speech because I think I'd stay away from the the periods, medieval kind of fighting stuff because that might yeah. be a bit more complex. Maybe I know you can you can put the Nintendo Switch into Chinese as well, so I think some of the games on there I can I can play in Chinese as well. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really done it much in Chinese, but I would say there's definitely loads out there that you could find at a decent, not too advanced level, um, mm. uh, and also relevant as well relevant vocabulary it just takes a bit of yeah. hunting but again check the check the ebook there's a there's actually a, a search engine that's just for steam games uh that i put in there hopefully it still works and okay. um you can actually search by language and it's just a huge list of steam games mm. and you can just go and hunt for them yourself um so that's yeah. that's what i would do there um so nice thing about them you can screenshot you can screenshot those and turn them into cards as well <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if you need to First. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could say. I mean, not the whole uh, game, but uh, yeah. Image occlusion. Yeah, I, if you get something like with a lot of text that you know that kind of game, like I guess it was Final Fantasy or or um, my favorite Zelda, uh, where they they yeah. say a bit of text and the text just stays there until you are ready to yeah. you know you click through it. So that'd be good. Oh, yeah, that's a new word. Boom! I'll take a screenshot. So if you have the time and you you mm. know you enjoy that enjoy games i think that would be a great activity for you to create a lot of flashcards for um 
relevant yeah. flashcards, personal flashcards. So um, let's see here. What? So how do you feel about uh, like just generally since the rest of the course, since you've, you know, you've made it through phases one to five and you're a good chunk of the way through intermediate. Do you have any other further comments about um, just your experience? Um, it's just, it's, I think the main thing to sum up for me is again just just when I begin to think, oh, maybe maybe I should do this, or maybe I could tweak this. It seems like you you've thought of everything, like you, like you, like you really have. You, you've got you've got everything in there. Um, I like that. Now I'm thinking, okay, I've got this. Since I got the intermediate, it's like, well, what does intermediate actually mean? And then I start thinking, okay, I'm not going to think about any of that stuff. I'm not going to think of am I B two or C and all that stuff because I don't know what any of that stuff means. I I don't know what no. a rabbit hole. Just like am I fluent yeah. yet? Whatever that means. Yeah. But when I I picked up some of the old graded readers that I bought a long time ago and struggled to read back then, and I had to painfully write everything down, try and look it up, and then and then give up. Now I'm actually learning. I, I've gone back to them books and I'm reading them like three times quicker. Fantastic. I'm understanding like 95% of the words, which is crazy. It's crazy how much I can already read just getting to this point. So the amount I'm going to be able to read when I get to the end of the intermediate would be incredible. It's like, oh, yeah, already it seems, I can't believe how much, how useful just the foundation course has been. And you don't realize it until you start consuming other content as how much you notice how much you see you know what you see in subtitles or or you hear stuff and you're like ah oh, i recognize that phrase so yeah it's, you you've chosen exactly you know the important words the important characters it just goes to show that how much hard work has really gone into that because it's not like now we're going to learn all the words in the kitchen and some of them end up being really complicated looking and you have and you'd have to learn 16 radicals before you could navigate kitchen drawer <laughs> whereas you're, yeah. you don't have to worry about that stuff here it's like okay well we've got the important one we got the fork and the knife and you know i think mm. i can probably remember chopsticks because it looks a bit like quite the fast thing i think is it got <laughs> yeah. on the top yeah yeah i got you know i remembered that one even though it's not actually i don't think things like that is amazing that a bit like English. After a while, you you see a new word and you're like, "I'll oh, remember that. I remember that." Like we do in English. I don't need a flashcard for English. Like as soon as I saw the word "xia," you know, to, to scare someone, to frighten someone, I didn't even make a scene. I just knew in my mind that I will remember this because it looks like "xia" below. And yeah. It's got a little mouth. It's like scary. And I, I just thought, I was one a bit Isaac with it every now and again. It was like, ah. I, you shout with your mouth and you scare someone and they fall down on the ground. And that's all I needed for that. I didn't actually need to use my big giant mouth and the tap that was my prop. That that just worked instead. So sometimes you just instantly get the words, which is nice. So it feels like I'm yeah. acquiring well, some just, things away. Yeah. Chinese character, a Chinese person me as well. So yeah, Asian you, you've got that foundation now. You can, and that's that's part of what you said earlier, which is one of the things I forgot, which I wanted to touch on, which is something that we also spoke about with Ollie recently, Ollie Richards in his podcast, which was the most profound point for me personally that that, that Ollie mentioned, which was you don't have to learn everything now. 
you have to you will trust mm. your brain and if you just keep building the most more important foundational knowledge of the more, more not even the most common characters but the most common usages of the yeah. most common characters and forget the other usages that you will develop a foundation where picking up the other usages becomes 50 100 a thousand times easier than it is at this particular point right now for you and even learning entire characters becomes like oh okay next i just learned that character instantly because of my foundational knowledge that i have built um rather than oh i have to learn everything that you know i have to learn quads i have to learn uh that choir i have to learn a quick choir i have to learn piece of choir you know all these different choirs Mm -hmm. that look the same i have to learn them all right now even though there's like you know 10 of them or whatever maybe there's not actually there's probably five but like say there's like 10 of them and seven of them are completely well relatively irrelevant right now (laughs) because they're so uncommon yeah i'm gonna learn all of them anyway because i have to because i'm a adult and i'm a completionist yeah i think that's with the sentences as well like when i see some of the sentences i think now I'm using the clothes and I'm remembering, but I'm thinking, uh, is, is that word useful? Even though I'm, I'm remembering the sentence right now, will I be able to bring it up in conversation? I think, well, it probably doesn't matter because if I need to bring it up, I'm likely to be able, I'm going to start using it all the time. You know, I might start using words like you know, develop or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing, exhibit, perform, you know, as a musician, I'm, I'm yeah. likely to, I'm likely to need them. So I, you know, I can remember things like uh, Yencho because mm-hmm. I need that. So yeah. that, that, that's just in there because because I'm a musician, I, I can remember that where I'm, there's some words that I might struggle to remember because they're not, yeah, not useful. So yeah, again, like yeah, the brain just seems to prioritize things, which is nice. It, it does a lot of the that work for me, which is good. And as long as I can recognize them when other people use them, that's that's a good. That's why I really really started understanding since getting to the intermediate the difference between the active and passive vocabulary thing it's like we always yeah. know more words than we can actually use and i can that makes a lot more sense now that i've you know i'm able to read a lot of this stuff uh, i can only say i can say a lot less but then again i only want to say a lot less in in that respect in most situations i suppose so yeah yeah, I, I mentioned in, in again in that in our ebook, it's like if someone asked me to do uh, uh, right now just to do a speech about ancient Russian literature, <laughs> I would I would be completely not fluent because it's not relevant mm-hmm. for me. I'd just be I'd, I'd yeah. just be me going um ah and then just yeah. leaving, <laughs> right? So, but if if it's relevant to me, then I could chat all day about it. And uh, not only that, if I if it's relevant to me personally, I'm I'm interested in the topic, just like you're interested in music. Uh, any new words will be cemented very quickly in your in your mind because they're mm-hmm. relevant to you and you they're engaging. It's, it's the same concept as making mnemonics. You make it emotionally engaging, and it will and 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 vibrant in your memory, and it will it will stay there. Yeah. Yeah. The only. Only thing I'm I'm gonna try and battle next is the uh, the conversation connectors, which uh, a lot of us seem to struggle with at the early. But, but I feel like maybe now I'm, it might be time for me to actually uh, tackle some of those as well. I think maybe. Yeah, go go. For I haven't it. seen um, a mention of it since. 
since the since the, no, the it's, podcast uh, where you moved them yeah it's something I, I threw in there I, I i knew it's useful um you know to to know these phrases but um there you know to find example sentences you know, maybe there's not enough example sentences with them or something but um maybe it's 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 a good idea to look at them a handful at a time uh, mm. and just learn them sort of bit by bit but don't feel pressure to um it's just it's just a just a bonus extra on the course it wasn't really not much thought went into it to be honest <laughs> it's just it was mainly thinking of like okay we we want something useful that people can that we can put out on instagram that people can download from our website something that's especially useful for higher levels like intermediates and then we're like well why not put this in the course because that's that's the advantage of the course because it's it's just as you progress through you unlock all sorts of different things um but yeah people people have uh people have come back to us i can't seem to remember these conversation connectors so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on them at some point make them more memorable for people i think think back then i'm sorry i think back then they were um they were like learning long strings of random sounds because we didn't have enough characters and some things. I think now they probably now a lot, a lot of them would be a lot easier, you know, cause it'll, it'll be less sort of top down and there'll be maybe one character in there or something or combination that we'll be able to uh, do. And some of the grammar we may have picked up as well. Like I'm assuming, you know, they're not all comprised of random combinations of characters that don't occur anywhere else in the language. Probably a lot of them now will actually make sense. I think and maybe what I could, what might be good when when I'm creating my own sentences, I might be able to add them in. I might be able to extend the sentences I've already created by um, adding some of the conversation connectors to them, maybe at the beginning of them or at the end, you know, like if I've got a sentence like, um, you know, Chinese characters aren't difficult for me or something, you know, I could add in the extra Dwei Wa Lai Shaw or something. Like you can extend the sentence by just sticking that little connector at the beginning, for example, something, and then try them out with my tutor when I'm struggling to think of what to say. <laughs> Maybe use that's, them as little. I think that's a great idea. I think that's that's yeah. where the conversation connectors shine. That's their purpose: is to connect your conversation, <laughs> to connect bits of yeah. what you're saying together. When you're in crunch time because uh, yeah. it's not writing remember you have you have a time limit even if you're paying for your time for the time of the person listening you have a time limit before yeah. it gets weird and awkward so it extends that time limit for you so and um yeah i think that's the best way to what you just said is probably the best way to handle it do it a few at a time um maybe prepare before class go through spend five minutes or ten minutes with your tutor practicing them mm. and then move on to something else um and you have like a note you know your notes mm. in front of you yeah, I think that I think that could work. Um, all right. Well, Curry, yeah. this is uh, I, the the I've got another meeting in like five, um, but I really uh, I'm really enjoying having a chat with you and an update with this. Um, maybe we can do it again another time once you're a bit further into the course. Yeah, I'd love that. That'd be great. Yeah. Because usually we because um, this is a. Uh, we usually do after after you finished foundation. We'd love to have another chat with you mm. <laughs> after you finish the intermediate, um, yeah. because this is you know this is the most vital information for us, getting people's uh, unique perspective and um, 
and you've I've learned a lot from you today. You've got a lot of uh, useful information for us. Good, unique perspective. I think a lot of the listeners uh, will also find very interesting because, of course, most of our listeners aren't as far into the course as you. you know, it's just that's just generally how things work. I did one. Yeah, I did one. I'm not not seeing a lot of scene suggestions anymore in the intermediate course. It's a bit <laughs> it's barren. Been a bit lonely, is it? It's um, <laughs> I have been tempted to add my own, but I've mapped everything a different way. So I, I told Phil this because I, I don't, I'll briefly touch on it if I, if I have yeah, time. Yeah, go ahead. Do I have time? Yeah. Because I, I can't, like, I'm not into films and generally and things like that. Celebrities, family. I don't remember those things. They, they don't mean anything to me. I like video games. So all my actors are video game characters. Very so my, my categories are male, female, animals, and robots. So I still Brilliant. have the four categories, <laughs> but they're different. But they're different. So that still works, and that means as a bonus, they all have their own special moves, their special abilities. They look very unique. They talk different. They have their own theme music sometimes, which sometimes I remember before I even remember the rest of the character. So that's an extra layer to trigger stuff for me. So all my locations are places in the games as well, which have you know, which I played lots of times and probably can describe can navigate through these places better than the town I live in. So I've used those as well. So there's no bathrooms in a lot of these, these places, you know, or backyards. So I've, all those are different as well. So there's, um, you know, dropping into the area is one. Um, there's a lower basement level is another. There's like a, a rest stop or an inn or, or a staff room, that kind of thing, for another. And then there's a outside the area at the gates, kind of. So I've got all the things there. It's just they, those are personal to me as well, which is what I like about the method. It's not like if you do not use bathrooms, you will not be able to remember anything. It's like, no, you just have to have four distinct areas and four distinct. I just wondering if I if I post any of my scenes, will it confuse anyone? Because they're like, oh, hang on. Oh, no, no, you, you need to. <laughs> um, no, you, you'd be very surprised, I think. Uh, people would benefit greatly from that. I think that's a great idea. Um, and the method that we're currently using is constantly in development. Um, and we just, that's why we give, and that's something we instinctively knew through many, many hours of practicing and teaching it to people. Is that we, Lots of the innovations that we've learned, we've added to the course have come from, of course, learners, not even ourselves. So, yeah, that's something I think people would be really interested in. But maybe just put a note or something like the first sentence of it. By the way, I use, you know, that's just so, just so people yeah. are aware. But I think that's a fantastic idea. In which case, I'll, I'll do, I will do that then. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, because you've got, uh, you've clearly got a unique perspective on this and uh, you're very far into the course and you've, you've learned how to read Chinese <laughs> very well and, and starting to learn how to speak and write it. So you're actually, you might not realize it yet, but you're actually becoming an expert in Chinese right now. Like you're, you're almost like to it to, from a beginner's perspective. So, you know, maybe start to see yourself as that and people look up to you and other, other advanced users of the course uh, for guidance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll you start seeing some, I'll, I'll start popping some in there then it'll be uh, yeah. Yeah, Trailblazer. Okay. So first, that's our first. I mean, maybe there's other people. I'm yeah. sure there must be other people doing that. I'm sure there must be. But maybe they're like you. They did. Yeah. Oh, people don't want to hear this because this is against the rules or whatever. <laughs> but um, but it's exactly yeah. what but people want to hear. Not, 
if you think about it, I think I think that's what people maybe people need to be aware is that yes, I am using the method exactly as prescribed. It's yeah. just you know it's an innovation. How you take that? It's an innovation. When you take you that literally, it's a different thing. You know, it's uh, yeah. Because I, I I tried before with people's houses, and it's like okay, I can remember it's a bathroom, but to me, all bathrooms are basically just places with toilets and sinks, and they're not distinct <laughs> enough for me. But, but all these locations with their theme music and their different architecture and their different landscapes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I can, I can do this. And now I, you know, remember I, I, some of the scenes I'm doing in, you know, three seconds now, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so, that's, that's brilliant to hear. Um, that's it's longer to write out on the comments than they will to come up with, you know, they'll, so. Yeah, only do it if you feel you have the time and the energy to to bother. It's it's just an extra thing that if you you know. But um, please do share when you can, not on the community as well, because we want it. You know, people want to hear from you and like other other high level uh, members. Yeah. So that'd be great. I, I look forward to seeing. So I'm I'm not looking forward. I'm expecting now to see all these awesome uh, video game scenes coming through <laughs> on on, okay, yeah. on, on yeah. the website. Yeah. Event. so my uh my uh wife and uh kid are coming in now they said i've got to go <laughs> come here george okay <laughs> hang on a second hang on all right there we go buddy say hi say hi <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's uh he's just learning how to talk mm. Awesome, uh, Kyrie. So let's do another chat. Um, well, hopefully in a couple of months or a couple of weeks when, once you've made it to the end of the intermediate course, yeah? Yeah. Maybe it'll take a little bit longer, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it depends. Uh, I'm just because I'm juggling the two languages anyway. Um, we'll see. At the moment, I'm doing every, every other day, but I'm tempted to try and do a little bit every day. And sort of split it into mornings and afternoons. So I do Chinese in the morning and Danish in the afternoon. I think that might work better. Yeah, that could work. That could work. Let me know how it goes and keep me updated. And uh, you know, shoot us an email if you need more advice. Uh, contact at mandarinblueprint.com. Um, but right now, I got to go. <laughs> my kid's like with me now, like needing my attention. Okay. Have a good. Day or evening or whatever time it is there. I'm not sure. Afternoon at the moment. Yeah, you too, man. It was great. It's great to meet you and chat to you, and I'll uh, I'll chat to you soon. You too. Thank you. It's a pleasure. See ya. Bye. Bye.